following is a special presentation of the Benefit of the Dowd podcast. From Chicago, it's the Doubting Thomas podcast with Clifton Thomas and your host, To the latest edition of the Doubting Thomas Monthly Recap, I am your host Adam Dowd, and joining me is the man with the most excellent headwear, Clifton M. Thomas. How you doing, Cliff? I'm doing great now that I'm wearing this hat, repping the merchandise. Yeah, that is an amazing hat. I just want to say it's a handsome man on the on the logo there. It, it it is it is. Although he's got two black stripes going down his beard <laughs> you're gonna have to alter the uh, graphics so that we so that I look like TK Bay and then we're gonna get sued for copyright infringement it's gonna be great so anyway Cliff how you uh, how you doing these days doing great so I was talking to uh, Cameron Summerson yeah uh, who's like, I guess you could call a friend of the show uh, yeah. or Twitter you know internet tech guy friend and- he holds the distinction of being one of the few editors who's ever fired me <laughs> no hard uh, feelings we just run on the same wavelength totally get it it's fine <laughs> and anyway. uh so i was helping them out with uh getting some images over regarding the wise watch uh, which we should have a review with coming soon yeah and one of the things i sent him was a uh a, like the step down in the notifications so it shows what it is and the notification happened to be where my wife had texted me and said, we can sell the leftover wood for, <laughs> and so he's like, what is that all about? And it's because we just finished our backyard fence. And I think that just the wood for like a quarter acre was around four grand. And that's Holy not labeled. Crap. Yeah. That's just the wood. <laughs> just wow. the wood. Yeah. So, Carl, so we can sell the leftover wood and be wood millionaires. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous right now. I don't supposedly know all the wood comes from Canada. So I I don't know if it's like, I don't want to say the word infrastructure thing. I'm not really sure. But as far as getting, like distributing it, I don't know. I don't want to speculate. But it is, maybe I should be a wood speculator. (laughs) Maybe you should. Wood futures, commodities. We we might be missing our, we might be uh, missing our, 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 our calling here by not i'm gonna start a wood commodities podcast just investing in wood yeah um so anyway we've had we've had a month it's been an interesting month we started off with well actually just just last week you and i had our dueling lenovo's breakdown which was fun and uh let's see what else did we do this yep we had uh the thinkpad fold review was at the beginning of this month if you can believe that (laughs) it's that seems like so long ago to be honest we say that Um, every time we do this podcast i can't believe the month has gone by so fast you know it's may it's may of 2021 Mm -hmm. can you believe that that's crazy oh i know Um, it's like 90 degrees in my office right now i can tell yeah Uh, anyway, so we also had a farewell to LG because that happened this month, even though it seems like six years ago. Um, and then we had our photo. You're pouring one out. We had our photo showdown of the uh, the um, 
the Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra and the iPhone 12 Pro, otherwise known as the video that almost made me cry. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, last week we had the dueling Lenovo's. And, and then actually this week, which is technically bleeding into May, but we're going to talk about it anyway since the show's going on hiatus after this next episode coming up anyway, which will have been the previous episode by the time anybody listens to this. Anyway, it's, it's all complicated. But we're going to have our full review of the Samsung Galaxy Fold, which is Z Fold 2, I should say, if I want to give it the proper naming terminology. But I mean, honestly, everybody just calls it the Fold. So, uh, actually, yeah, it's... Is it Z Fold 2 5G, or do they just take that out? Uh, I, I don't, don't even care. Honestly, <laughs> like, any phone that puts 5G at the end of their, their phone name, I do not say it. I never will say it. Because, honestly, yeah, like, every phone has 5G these days, so... And it's fine. And it's fine, you know, you don't need to point it out. We, we get it. But, um, anyway, yeah, so, uh, let's start off with the, I mean, we got, we've got a folding theme going on here and a Lenovo theme this month. Why? Because you're shutting down the podcast for a month? Right? No, uh, no, we're not folding, not that kind of fold, you jerk. But, (laughs) um, but yeah, so let's start off with the ThinkPad Fold, which is on my table behind me back of there somewhere um but yeah so we did the we did the full review of the thinkpad fold and it came down to like this is a great laptop if you have a lot of disposable income <laughs> and that's really what it boiled down it's not the most powerful in the world even though it's 2500 dollars. and like the keyboard is a bit of a um a bit of a shortcoming although it's not completely ter- you can get used to it um, but uh, I started getting those double letters that Michael Fisher was talking about in his review, mm-hmm. um, which got really annoying really fast. But I didn't get them until after he published his review. So, like, I used the thing for a month beforehand, and everything mm-hmm. was great. But, um, but yeah, so it was kind of cool, like, this month, just, like, be living that folding lifestyle. You know, I'm a little... just. This is why I haven't got a Bluetooth keyboard to use as like a main keyboard because I wonder how much of that is just latency issues mm. and it's not it could specific be. to that keyboard. It could be. Um, it, well, no, because I have used blue. I did. I used uh, this Bluetooth keyboard, the K seven eighty, I believe it is. Mm. Um, I used this one on the ThinkPad Fold because that keyboard was so terrible. <laughs> um, and so, and but I got the double letters on that too. So it might be like mm. something there. I mean, it could just be the way Lenovo is working with the Bluetooth protocol. But then again, I use this same keyboard on the Lenovo ThinkBook 14 that we just reviewed, and that one worked pro- perfectly fine. So, it's yeah, it's just some weird stuff, man. I mean, that's just... Uh, we got we to gotta try to figure that one out. but uh, Or Lenovo needs to figure that one out. But, <laughs> you know... Send an email. I fixed your Bluetooth problem for you. This is yes. what our podcast does. <laughs> Good news. I, I fixed it. But, uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, like... It's 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 an interesting idea. It's an interesting concept. It's way too, it's way too expensive, and which you know, similar theme for the fold review coming up. Spoiler alert! But um, you know, I think just it's one of those cool things. It's it's one of those things that's like really cool, but also highly impractical. <laughs> so, but Lenovo of the two between Samsung and Lenovo, I think Lenovo's got more of a less of a head in the clouds because like you can actually do stuff to this 
laptop and it like it you don't have to like put on your your soft velvet gloves in order right. to carry it around so like you know Lenovo like not only dares you to use a stylus on this ThinkPad but they send you one to use on it so i mean it's like right. there there there's no question there that 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 uh, screen seems to be at least uh, more durable than the one that Samsung is shipping on its phones so I mean, yeah, but look I'm at not the, sure look if at that's... the chassis though that that the Lenovo also comes in. I mean, it's just it yeah. looks overbuilt. I mean, it. I don't. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's actually not all that thick. Let me grab it. Like it's not all that thick compared to the phone. I don't know. I don't know if if that's what you're referring to, but I mean, like this is fairly thin, especially mm. cons- compared to. Uh, well, okay. This has a case on it, but like, let me see if I can oh, okay. get the angle just right. It I really mean, it's is not. not it's not too much, much more than right. Yeah, I guess. I guess I was thinking um, of comparing it to like the maybe the Surface Duo, which is ridiculously thin. But, right. Uh, yeah, the Surface Duo is, is totally thin. And by the way, for the people listening to this podcast, I just held up the opened fold next to the open. ThinkPad fold, and they were not that all. The one was not all that much thicker than the other. So, but then you know the 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 phone needs to have a whole lot of components in it that the laptop doesn't necessarily need, like radios and five G antennas and stuff like right. that. So, I mean, I'm sure that stuff probably wireless charging coils. So that stuff takes up some space but it's just like i mean yeah maybe it is over engineered but maybe that's what we need for folding screens until they get better or i would more durable that, definitely yeah totally totally but um but yeah so you know and as long as we're as long as we're talking about folding stuff we can go ahead and transition over to the uh to the galaxy fold uh, just because you know that review's coming up this weekend i've started writing it i don't have the full review written out just yet but i mean the the one thing that this review is going to be different than any other review that i've done is because i'm going to spend a significant amount of time talking about using the device because like everybody knows how to use a phone <laughs> you know everybody knows how to use a laptop this is not a this is not a new thing but like the fold is a transformative device and i and that that word is going to be in the uh the review it's you know it it transforms how you go about using a phone and i'm not entirely sure it's 100% for the better <laughs> so um but like you know, and you know, why don't we just go ahead and use this as an opportunity? What questions do you have about the fold? If and if, if if there's anything that you want to know about it, or at least something that I can include in the review, if you can, um, if you have any thoughts, well, and I'm I'm, f- I'm totally ambushing you with this question, so like, <laughs> that's right. I'll like put my have... thinking benefit of the doubt cap on, and um, yeah. You know, the first thing I, I would say is I, I think anytime you have a tweener device like that, that's trying to be a lot of different things. I'm sure that there are compromises um, that have to be made. And mm-hmm. so what did you find those to be versus using like a standalone tablet and a standalone phone? Okay. So, uh, well, first of all, the, the major compromise that is right in your face is the cover screen on the fold, you know, the, the, the screen that you get when it's closed mm-hmm. and the screen that you get when it's opened are too small 
to function in the way that they are presumably designed to function. So the cover screen is too small to work as a phone, and the open screen is too small to work as a tablet. Now, the, the caveat there is that the open phone is huge compared to an average phone screen. So, like, if you're ready to sit there and do things two-handed, it's great. But, you know, the way we use phones these days, it, we don't, generally don't do that, like, sit there two-handed. Or if we do, we just turn it into landscape and you get, like, it's shorter, but it's not... It's, it's, it's the same width as the Fold. It's just a, a phone in landscape is shorter, and that's really the, right. the only major difference. So you just get less less screen real estate, which, you know, is valuable for sure. You know, it's great to read a book on this thing. It's even nice for watching videos, even though most of them are letterboxed to hell. Um, but, uh, but like, you know, just in its, in its stated purpose, each, both screens are actually too small to serve as what they're meant to be, which is, which is kind of like, oh, (laughs) like, you know, you, you think to yourself like, yeah, that's not awesome. Uh, but and like the other major compromise and and we were chatting about this off the air in in the in the slack room um you know when you the question was asked like what do you need in order to have a $2000 device and like i my answer was i don't remember exactly what it was but it was something like the Samsung Galaxy Fold but with the S21 Ultra's cameras and i think there was some, one other caveat in there and I don't remember what it was. I can't recall either. But, yeah, I do. But, um, well, I think you said a large. Uh, the also the the front screen. Oh, to be a normal larger. size cover screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the Galaxy Fold with a normal size cover screen, the S twenty one Ultra cameras, and yes, this is one hundred percent a two thousand dollar phone. I I won't even question that. Like I that I would I would unqualify I would give an unqualified yes to that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. But the cameras are compromised. I mean, not terribly, but they are compromised. They're still 12 megapixel shooters, which Samsung has shown great ability with over the last few years. I think it has the same camera set as the S20 series, right? Like, not the Ultra, but the the standard. I don't remember. Were all three cameras um, 12 megapixel shooters in the S20? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, then, yeah, in that case, it's the same camera set, which, I mean, the S20 was a great camera set. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Nothing compared to what the S21 can do, but but still, like, you know, I, I maybe I'm greedy, but I kind of want a periscope lens in there for $2,000, right? You know? I don't, I don't think that's asking too much, but here's a question. Would you rather have a stylus a lot, that actually has a garage? So a garage stylus or either the larger screen or the camera set? Like, mm, Good question. Um... For two thousand dollars, all three. <laughs> yeah, really. No, I mean, well, and, and and that's such a very personal question because, like, you know, it comes down to the fact that I'm a parent and that you're a parent and that we want to shoot our kids from not shoot, we want to take photos of our children from afar. Well, maybe shoot, <laughs> but um, we want to take photos of our camera of our kids from afar, and that that's where the S twenty one Ultra just completely blows everything else out of the water, with the possible exception of the Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra. So like, oh yeah. (laughs) And you know, that's why when I send this Galaxy Fold back, um, you know, I've I've got the OnePlus 9 Pro, which I'm going to be doing the review for when we come back, when the podcast comes back, that's Mm going to be the first first story back. 
Um, but like after I'm done with that, I'm going straight back to the ultra, you know, do not pass go, do not collect $200. I mean, it's just, there's no question. It's just that, it's just that damn good. So, um, it's so nice to have that much power in your pocket as far as a camera is concerned. It's, oh yeah. Yeah. Even though there are compromises with it as well, but it's still, it is amazing. And you know, that, that leads right up to the, uh, you know, to the camera comparison Mm -hmm. that was, not entirely pleasant to create. Uh, well, I can talk while you open your camera, that, uh, while you open your thing. That's fine. <laughs> Just trying to I make can, it easier for you for editing. I, I appreciate that. But if I'm talking and you're not talking, you can drop a bomb on your house. I don't care. <laughs> but anyway, you could do that too, uh, Rudy Giuliani. Um <laughs> Now that might actually stay in, but anyway, that leads us uh, nicely over to the uh, to the camera comparison because at the end of the day, that's really was the the one thing that kind of stood out from like and you know and and actually I want I want to take a minute to talk about this too. I, I had kind of had this realization in the last week or two that uh, when it comes to camera testing, we reviewers put ourselves in the most stupid positions to try to take photos, like to try to take sample photos, like in the worst possible conditions, like, you know, yeah, this camera doesn't do well when it's midnight out and you're in the middle of a, and you're in the middle of a tornado. Like you can't get a good selfie. Well, no, you really can't. Thanks for pointing that out. (laughs) But like, but like, I mean, that's the thing is like, we want to use our cameras all the time. And the fact of the matter is, is it's not ideal conditions don't exist for taking photos all the time. Like you, you, there are a lot of positions where you want to take photos and it's really not a good time to take a photo, but you want to make sure that your phone can do it. And so it's just, it's just funny. Cause like one of the things that I struggle with, 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 um, you know, photo sets and photo comparisons and stuff like that is making sure that I have enough crappy photos to show like whether or not this, fo- this phone can do a good job under crappy conditions. Like you want pictures of like broad daylight. Yeah. I can, I got Dozens of those, you know, but like Hmm. for, you know, one person running towards you at, you know, at dusk. Yeah, I don't have a lot of those. I I think as a reviewer, too, because they're, you know, camera reviews are are in terms of focus about as broad as you can possibly be. I mean, there's there's. Oh, yeah. So then as a as a reviewer, especially if you're an independent, like a content creator for like YouTube or something where you can make those Mm -hmm. editorial decisions yourself. Or it's not the ethos of like you know the whatever the site is, um, you know. I I would think that the hardest thing for me at least would be just deciding. Okay, what am I going to focus on? Is it the everyday just point and shoot kind of thing? Am I going to get detailed about you know, especially if it has like a promo or something? And then what do I compare it to? And it's just right. that, that kind of stuff for me would be really hard. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know, just deciding like you know what are the conditions under which, mm. and like not only that, but like how am I going to duplicate those conditions, 
you know, when it's just me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, hey, by the way, everybody, you know, all the all YouTube subscribers, get used to seeing my daughter on a trampoline because that's going to be on basically every photo comparison. Because I mean, that's the that's the time that you get like the action photos mm-hmm. and like kids moving around and stuff like that. So like. Just FYI, plan on that. You know what? Now that I think about it, I've got the fold review coming up this week, and I don't know how many video samples I have. Um, so, uh, anyway, mm. so now, you know, now I got to go out and shoot some videos. You know, and and, and that's fine. Like that's you know that's mm. my job, and that's what I want to do. But it's like I realize, like I put myself in in the stupidest ta- photo taking situations just to try to make sure I cover like as many different possibilities as possible. And that was one of the things that I had trouble with on that comparison with the uh, iPhone and the S21 Ultra was I didn't have a whole lot of like, especially like low light photos. Like we, I, I did, a, I did a lot of photos inside the, the shed aquarium, you know, where my mm-hmm. son and I visited that one day. And like, I was that guy that was holding up four different phones and taking, you know, individual photographs. So, and like a lot of that was low light, although that didn't necessarily come out in the photos because those two cameras are very good at taking low light mm-hmm. photos. Like they actually looked like they were kind of like during the day. And like, I questioned myself more than once when I was looking at these photos, I'm like, man, these are awfully bright. <laughs> and like, it turns out that they were just that good at, um, at making, but like the shed aquarium is pretty much all one big low light environment. Right, so right. it's a museum. Hard so. to expose expose for too. I'm sure for for the and this really comes down. I was I was thinking about this because I just I haven't told you this yet. Actually, so this is a reveal for everybody. I just ordered a, a Sony a Sony um, Xperia Five Mark II. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which you and have experience with? Huh? Yes. Do you plan to hold on to it, or yes. is it going to be a return? We'll, we'll see. I don't know. Okay. Um, because I, 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 this is extending on a little bit because because I purchased the monopod um, for the 360 camera. I thought, well, I might like to get some more use out of this, and I, I think I might like to start like my own like um, separate Instagram thing of just phone photography. Oh, um, cool. so that okay. when I get a hold of some of these things, I can, I can, you know, outside of, and, and, you know, included in benefit of the doubt <laughs> do you, too. But, do you uh, want to borrow the benefit of a doubt Instagram feed? Because I haven't been doing a whole lot over there. <laughs> it might be something, <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, right. But, uh, yeah. so what I, it got me thinking though, because so much of what makes, especially at the high end cameras good is, is on the software side, right? Because oh, it yeah. used to be, it was you know, if you had the high end sensor and then it was optical image stabilization that made a difference, especially for handheld stuff. And then, uh, once, especially, you know, once, once Google started getting into the, the whole, um, uh, well, there's some, what is it called? Computational photography. Mm-hmm. And now everybody else is, is kind of starting to catch up. Even if your camera set, you have a, a phone that has a, maybe an inferior camera set. If your software is better, at least for the handheld, just everyday shooting, you might get better exposed in, in um, uh, usable photos, especially for like social media. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I think that like just watching reviews for this, uh, the Xperia Five Mark II, I think I can get better photos out of that than I can out of like even an iPhone 12 Pro or the Samsung. But I'm gonna have to do some work in order to get it. Oh yeah, it's it's it's. it's, it's 
it's a lot of work to learn like all the different various settings and I yes. think that you'll and and I think that you have probably the type of brain that you need in order to accurately learn all that stuff. <laughs> I don't have that brain unfortunately. But, I used to uh, know it all or at least know some of it, you know, in, in in order to use like an SLR in manual mode and and yeah, compensate for all of that, but I've just in the 20 years since I've been in school for it, I've forgotten it, so I'm going to re-educate myself. But yeah, it's it, it's just something I want to do, especially because I, hopefully yeah. I'm going to be working from home. So anyway, hopefully that'll be coming in the next week, and, and uh, maybe I'll do something for the, the you know, maybe even though the, the, it'll be, we won't be putting out as much content, especially from you. Maybe I can do something for our social media feeds or something. Just to, that, would be, anyway. that would be amazing. Okay. And you can do like a follow-up review, like... Mm-hmm. Like, here's the review that Adam should have done in the first place review, <laughs> um, which, it, hey, that's a valid criticism. <laughs> so, I don't know about uh, that. But no, like, it, it was it was a very nice phone, and I, I, I do miss that. Did you send it back? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. you had, but I just was curious. Yep, yep, yep. Actually, uh, yeah, I've got a couple of other devices that I need to send back Me in the not-too-distant future, but that's the life of a reviewer, so that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, like, so the photo set I thought was good. Uh, the, I, th- I think the only thing that I really didn't do enough of was I didn't do a lot of, like, low-light video, which is... Not ideal. Like, a lot of people like to shoot video in lower light um, areas, but, like, I was focusing a lot more on on photographic content uh, for those, for that particular showdown. So live and learn. I'll probably do, have to do a couple of walk and talks uh, around dusk this week in order to get that out on the, uh, on the uh, S21 Ultra, uh, not the S21 Ultra, the Galaxy Fold. Fold review which by the way i think uh just just as a heads up to our to our our listeners i think this week i'm not going to i don't think i'm going to be able to release the photo comparison or the photo uh video for the fold on sunday just because we got a really busy weekend coming up so uh, that might actually come out like midweek at some point so i might do like a think book i found the high quality audio for the think book for uh, for think book 14 (laughs) i did so i have that and i have the uh the voiceover that i recorded instead of the Lindsay sterling segment so that's going to be fun and it's it's actually really funny um and stupid but that's (laughs) kind of what i do um but anyway so yeah i think i'm going to do that for this coming weekend and then like during the during the week, I'll release the uh, the photo shots of the um, the thing. Don't get me wrong; the photo comparison isn't that hard. It's just a lot more work than like an unboxing. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I got a lot more. Uh, gotta a lot more editing. In, well, uh, yeah, it's a lot more editing and like just kind of like syncing up the you know telling the story properly. Mm-hmm. Basically, is what it boils down to. So, I had I had one guy early on in the YouTube process um messaged me and said okay yo dude ease up on the transitions all right and i'm like okay <laughs> all right that's fair that's fair um and so anyway um but yeah so i mean it was um um it was a it was a heck of a month and um the only thing that we really haven't touched on yet is the departure of lg from the mobile space mm-hmm. which uh you know we had uh we had friend of the show juan bagnell come on because like Really, of like all the reviewers that are out there, he was the one that was like the most genuinely 
like a, an LG fan. Like mm-hmm. the other one, like don't get me wrong, a lot of reviewers had a lot of fond memories of LG, but but like but like one was kind of like a champion of the LG smartphone experience with good reason. Like I was too. So I think it was good that we got him on to uh to talk fir- about He was the first LG's person I passing. thought of too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, for, yeah, yeah, absolutely. For, for the same absolutely. Reasons. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. So what were your, what were your uh LG thoughts on on LG leaving the uh, the f- smartphone space, we never got really got a chance to get your feelings on it. You know, I think my, my first thoughts were probably the same as uh, just about everyone else's. In that, I think just regardless of, of what company and if it company it is, um, you hate to have some someone that's doing stuff like they did um, leaving the space. It leave it leaves just having less competition. Um, has creates potential for companies to get complacent and for prices mm-hmm. to rise, um, especially in the North American market where, you know, at least at least if you're in like uh, China, you you have a vibrant competitive space with a lot of different brands, and we just we just don't really have that here in in North America for, you know, there's there's multiple four reasons, right? right. Um, and and so I I hate that now as far as LG's brand itself, you know I had a chance to um, as you know use the Velvet, and I really liked that phone. I thought um, yeah, that uh, you know that I the, the whole uh, uh, dual what, what what do they call their case dual that screen has, case. the dual screen case whatever you want to call it I couldn't remember the actual brand name uh, right but that was that was a uh, a really interesting way to add something onto what otherwise is just a normal candy bar form factor and so I I, I think um I really hate that they gave up on that because it, it seemed like they were headed in a nice direction and now I've seen some renders of what might have been the V70 and they were continuing with that design language in it, it yeah but you know that. I really feel like maybe this is just be shooting the me me spitting in the wind here, but I feel like they shot themselves in the foot by maybe not um, being particularly good at, at or adept at uh, marketing their devices. Number one and two, mm-hmm. at least for hardcore people who care about things like software updates, they were so bad at that, and and that stuff matters. And honestly. As much as I like LG phones, that's why I could not recommend LG phones to people because I think I said like three or four months ago that the Velvet I had hadn't got Android 11 yet and was still really lacking on security updates. And so that to me, like if I'm recommending a phone to my mom, I want my mom who may not be the most conscious of like what she does on the web, what things she's cert, you know, I don't, I doubt she mm-hmm. is in the settings that much, but you get what I'm saying. That stuff yeah. matters. Um, especially security updates, not so much, I guess, the OS level updates. Um, and so I, I don't know that that contributed much to the way their sales went the way they went, but, um, yeah, so I'm very sad. Um, but you know, LG was, um, I think that was the, yeah, was the first windows phone I ever owned. It was not Nokia. Uh, it was one that, uh, was on, uh, uh, Sprint actually, cause I was still on that same like contract or whatever that line from the, the from Palm. So, Palm, yeah. right. And so LG had, I had a lot of great experiences on multiple different platforms. And so, yeah, I'm very nostalgic about it. Um, and like I said, I hate to see uh, a competitor leave and I'm, I'm really curious to see who fills in that vacuum that's that left by gap. their presence. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Well, their I, presence. 
I think TCL has a lot of a lot mm. to say mm-hmm. in that space. I agree. Um, you know, we saw the announcement of TCL's new um, twenty, just just twenty, not no letters in before it, just the just the so twenty the tw- series, you just right? the twenty series. There's right. a twenty mm-hmm. L, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's letters after the twenty, not before the twenty. So it gets so confusing. It does. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we saw their announcement this month, um, and you know the TCL twenty five G. I think they call it the twenty five G, right? Because it probably has five. Right. Yes. It has five G. I know that. But anyway, well, so the, the TCL, twenty what plus the twenty L twenty L plus, which is going to be supposedly the twenty. Supposedly, is going to be the twenty S. I think in the North American. Market. Yeah, like abroad. Yeah, I believe. Well, that twenty. Yeah, exactly. So. Anyway, yeah, those are coming. Those are coming this summer, and there will be a folding design that is not the fold and roll, mm. roll and fold, fold and roll, whatever. <laughs> Sounds um, like something you do when there's a fire that you were taught when you were five right. in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fold and roll. Um, no, it's, it's it's not that, but it will be a uh, a folding screen device, and I'm I'm sure. I, I get the sense ultimately that the TCL folding phone that's going to come out this year is not going to be the rollable. I get the feeling it's probably going to be like a fold clone, mm-hmm. um, you know, and maybe the rollable will come like CES or something like that, which is to say they'll show it off at CES and then like release it in the summer, just like they did with the, uh, with the 20 series. So, um, but, uh, but I'm, I'm excited to see what TCL can do because, you know, you'll recall in our interview with TCL that was like, Oh, Almost a year ago at this God, point, um, yeah, they they were saying that you know they you know one of TCL's core values is not only like exceptional technology but exceptional technology with value. Mm-hmm. So like, and you know, value is definitely a subjective term. But I could see TCL coming out with like a fold, like twelve hundred dollars, a thousand. I was gonna say for even for a thousand or mm-hmm. for twelve hundred, I could I could easily see that you know with the uh, display tech. That they've got going on their their next vision, next vision. I believe it's mm-hmm. called next vision next displays. Vision Plus, I think and, is what their new stuff is called. Yeah, and probably ca- crappy cameras. Sorry, um, but you know, what? like it depends on what you're talking about. Because I was really impressed with the camera set on uh, what the what the uh, the ten L mm-hmm. within you know, within okay. within what it was expected to be. Sure, you know, it's sure. a two hundred dollar phone that honestly, I would, I thought, you know, and we're talking about not low light, just talking about like just going out and just taking. Yeah, it, honestly, it was right. pretty decent. It really was. Yeah, the uh, the the ten five G or the the ten five G UW was. Oh, the yeah. camera was decent. It was okay. It was it was okay. I mean, it was nothing spectacular. Did you get a hold of that? The uh, yes, the, I did. You did. Okay. Honestly, so, the, yeah, that the was... thing that I didn't like about that phone was was while I liked having the glass build, it just had that like um. How to, how can I describe it? Have you ever gotten a phone? Actually, the pre was kind of this way, and there's been a few others where it's like huh. you tap on it, and it feels like uh, a Fabergé egg, like that that you get that hollowness. Like it's, mm, okay. Okay. Like the like, there's a lot of empty space in there, and it kind of makes me work. I mean, not that it was a poorly built phone because it wasn't, but it, it just for having a glass. Yeah, but I that almost, design on the back was pretty hot. Like. I like the way it looked in light. Sure. Um, yeah. And I and I loved. You know, this is one thing. I'm I'm I'm. I don't know if I'm sad that it's going away, but I really loved this the 10 series generation of having the. It almost looked like the S10. Um, 
series uh, from Samsung where it had the phone, the, the cameras going across and especially the way the pro had them embedded in that, in the, in the back. So there was no camera hump. It was distinctive. Mm, yeah. It was distinctive. It was. And this year that this year it looks like they're more than just your standard vertical camera pod. Um, so I don't know if the design, but, but yeah. So going back to the main point, I really feel like Samsung, or I'm sorry, if TCL has uh, the potential to, to fill in, some of the space left by LG leaving the market for sure. And man, especially with their display tech, they, they really, um, it's, it's one of those phones that you, cause a lot of times, even if the, the reps don't push it, it's one of those phones you might see uh, as a general consumer or whatever, you know, going into your carrier store and you're like, Ooh, that display looks good. It's, it's, I don't you mean an average consumer, an average consumer. No. Yes, I do. But yeah, so, no, I don't so <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so tired of that whole uh, meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But but um, yeah. So hopefully we'll we'll see some. Hopefully this new line of um, products. Hopefully we'll hopefully we'll be receiving review units uh, for because um, I'm excited to see what TCL has brought to the table in person again. Because I love what they did last year, um, especially with the fold. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I was I was waiting for you to look up. <laughs> so I was holding the wing up to my camera because uh, you know I, I could. I hate to say it, but I've been. I was before I ordered the uh, the Sony. I was looking at wings. Just you had, did not actually. Uh, what was the fire? What was the fire sale down to? They're still around like that eight hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars range. Oh, Even on, really? Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, there's right. there's one. They are. I, I mean, I, I expect it to be within, you know, uh, uh, a month or so before we'll start seeing those because they didn't sell it unlocked in the U.S. Yeah, true, true. So it's going to be from the carriers. Now, my goodness, you can get a, uh, especially from like Swappa, you can get a like mint condition um, velvet for like two hundred and fifty, three hundred dollars, which I really? that's a super because I. I think yeah. the I think the story of 2020 that and maybe early 2021 that we didn't really talk about is how good the 765 was in like mid range phones. Like oh yeah, eighty percent of the experience of most flag if you want to call them flagship phones um, for we, a very uh, good value. I think we might have mentioned this, or maybe I mentioned it like on one of the regular podcasts. But like like 2020 and even 2019 to a certain extent was the year where you really had to try to buy a bad phone. Yeah, it's very like true. if you yeah, if if you wanted to get a bad phone, you had to really, really work at it because it's like most of the phones that came out in 2020, maybe not so much 2019. I think this is 2020. Um, but like most of the phones that came out, you're just like, wow, yeah, that's got some stuff. Like even the uh, like even the uh, the blue G90 Pro that I reviewed last fall, like it was mostly like yeah, you know, it was it was a good phone for what it was, which you know they they pitched it as a gaming phone, and so like um, you know so like but even like the, the the camera was terrible and there was no NFC, I don't think, but um, but like for what it was, it was actually kind of a decent phone. So, like, you know, if 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 2020 had any positive attached to it at all, it was really like the year that you couldn't buy a bad phone. The seven and the 765 was a very big reason for that. Absolutely. I mean, like you you mentioned very quickly the the 10. Oh, what was the one? Oh, the UW. And that was what, yeah. 399. I don't know how they make money on it. 
<laughs> I honestly Seriously. don't. It's such a good phone for, uh, a, you know, a very, a very well priced. And honestly, yeah. the same thing for the, I have the 765 in the uh, Pixel 4G. Oh, I'm sorry, the Pixel 4a 5G. Golly, 5G. All these numbers. These names. <laughs> really snappy. Honestly, it feels as fast as my Pixel 4 XL did. So mm. anyway, yeah. Tw- well, and, and, you know, I told you earlier today, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the Pixel 5a when it comes out. So it's such a, I don't understand what's going on with that phone. What, what do you mean? Well, so that the, like the fact that it got canceled and then uncanceled well, and so then the, confirmed the, the chassis from the renders looks exactly the same as the four a and the five G's or the, the four a five G like what, what are they changing? Like what? I know it's going to be a good phone. I just, <laughs> I just, there's nothing to differentiate it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's I have, I strange. actually haven't, I haven't checked out those those renders because, as you know, renders are rumors plus Photoshop. <laughs> so, um, and like, man, you know, last week, uh, you know, we had so much space news last week, oh. and it was mainly because like all the news last week was like, we got a render, we've got a rumor, we've got a rumor of a <laughs> render that's coming out. I was just like, I'm like, would you give me something to freaking work with? Oh, ingenuity flew, great, let's do that. Oh, that was and like, awesome. yeah. And then it was like, and not to mention, I got to make the uh, the Apple down to earth joke, so that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, but anyway, yeah. So it was, um, yeah, there was a lot of space news last week, and like Ingenuity is is flying around, like it's it's zipping around these days. I don't it know if is. you saw the latest one. But, it is amazing to um, me that they can get that quality of <laughs> right? well, that quality of video from there from mars yes <laughs> they're getting that video from mars just speaking of ultra wide band no, <laughs> right no but, but it's like it, and it's funny because it looks like utah but it it's does. from mars it looks like utah <laughs> with uh instead of having the blue sky just the or a cloudy day in a fire something like that mm-hmm. uh and then on top of that we had we the news that elon musk is going to be hosting saturday night live <laughs> Oh. I should I should tune into that. I don't know if I will or not because Saturday Night Live is kind of dreadful. But <laughs> um, but I might wanna I might wanna see like what's up with that. Because... I think it's gonna be so bad that it's good, like cringeworthy bad good. But you know that yeah. typically when they yeah. have like the the sports host or the you know they 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 write stuff that's too you know if it's self effacing humor that kind of stuff. I mean oh yeah. So I think it'll yeah. it'll be interesting. But yeah, I just. Uh, oh, and and also, you just saw that. You, uh, did you see that uh, SpaceX, which is an Elon Musk uh, fronted company, got uh, the contract from NASA to yeah, go to the moon? Yeah, that was on the podcast last week. Mm, guess I should listen to that. Yeah, probably <laughs> one of these days. So. No, no pressure. I've listened to about no 30, 25, 30 minutes of it. I got to okay, the. Yeah, I, got, was, I got. I got to the uh, to the. Um, Whatever I did the, to the intro interview for. with us, <laughs> no, that's where oh, I stopped. Oh, tech yeah, tech, to the yeah. tech yeah. There we go. Yeah, well, there's. I mean, that's that's short. What did I do for tech? Oh yeah, Infin- the Intelli thing. Yeah, the Intelli. The Intelli right. power. Thing. So um, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, speaking of which, um, before we get too far, you know, before we forget, because I might forget. Let's be honest. Ah. But we have some patron shoutouts that are needed. So we need to, now. None of these patrons are going to be charged for the month of May because. I'm a jerk, and I'm shutting the podcast down for a month. But uh, but no, we have uh, we have patron shoutouts from you, Cliff, B- 
because for some reason you're still paying me. And, and I create uh, hats that no one else has. I'm such a yes, fan. that's right. You that's a that's a unique item. Remind me to sign that when I next time I pass through. <laughs> Um, but we've got we've got Zachary Palmer, we've got Josh Stone, we've got Michael Keeper, we've a uh, Kepper, sorry, we've got Johan Bresky, we've got Neil Wilson, we have Scott Brady. I believe he was a new one. He he went up to five this month, or maybe no, I might be thinking of somebody else. Somebody went up to five this month, so yay. Um, <laughs> and then we've got uh, Mike Hahn, and we have a new patron who not only gets a shout-out because he's a new patron, but also because he's a $5 patron, we have Mr. Andrew Wallace, fat, a.k.a. Fat Produce. Woo. So, yeah, yeah. So we've got... So that's why I said his name twice, because he's a new patron and because he gets oh, the... Um, double time. Because he... Yeah, yeah. So next next, next month, it's just going to be Fat Produce. So I'm sorry. But <laughs> uh, but that's just how that works. But yeah, I think I covered everybody in that list. It's it's funny, like I pull up the list as I'm introing up the things. So, um, but uh, but yeah, so good times, good times for all. So um, so yeah, so that was fun. Uh, love all my patrons, and none of you will be charged for this month. You get this one for free because uh, I think all we're gonna have is doubting Thomas and a uh, Beyond a Doubt this month. So yeah, um, let's actually kind of finish on that note. So um, this this coming week is going to be the last episode, and I'm debating whether I should call that season one and like start off with a season two, just so I can make it sound like I have a fancier podcast because I've had two seasons. Um, so I'm kind of thinking maybe I'll do that, but then I have to start back from zero, and this is like, this upcoming episode is number 70? No, it's a perfect, perfect timing to do it, then. Well, no, I, except I don't think it is. I want to say it's like 71 or something. like. I think the last one I just published was 70, so mm. uh, I can look it up. Yeah, so yeah, so the last one was April 25th. That was 70. So we're going to have 71, 72, and 73 before the end of the month. So I think maybe I'll just keep on trucking. I'll just keep on trucking. So, but anyway, so um, so there will be a beyond a doubt. There will be a beyond a doubt this month with um, with uh, El Jefe reviews. So we're gonna talk some audio stuff. That's gonna be fun. I have yet to schedule anybody for Beyond a Doubt for June because that usually will take place in May. But maybe like when June rolls around, I can just get somebody on the horn. Um, Is El Jefe but, gonna wear uh, his sunglasses? I hope so. Because I'm not letting him on unless he is. <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyway, um, and then like, so there will be a Beyond a Doubt. There will be a, a, a Doubting Thomas, which we're recording right now, obviously. We are going to sit down and record Doubting Thomas for the month of May. I'm not sure what exactly the format's going to be. I think I'm just probably going to pick up notable stories from the month, and then we'll just chat about those. Um, just because like... I don't know. Maybe we won't have a doubting Thomas for pay. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, I'll try to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep up with the news, even though I'm like you know heads down on a new job. But I'm still gonna be keeping an eye on what's going on. So uh, maybe we can get a look at the Sony Xperia Five Mark II next month. But uh, but yeah, and then like we'll be back at it um, in June, which is gonna be what's the first. Uh, What's the first Sunday in June? June 6th, it looks like. So that'll be nice. I'll have a whole week to do that episode without um, 
without killing myself. And that's going to be the <laughs> OnePlus 9 Pro review. And then uh, after that, we've got I've got a couple of interviews lined up. I've got a couple of other uh, devices to talk about. Um, but yeah, like I said, it might just be a it might be a slightly shorter show. Uh, some weeks it might just be news. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it might be uh, you know some weeks it might just be news. We'll see. I, you know, I, I really don't know how much of my time this new job is going to take up, so maybe it'll be great. <laughs> maybe I'll just have like all the time in the world, and it'll be fine. Um, but anyway, well, so like that's you're what... sort of getting into the routine, and then you sort of figure it out. Yeah, and, and just like just not screwing mm. up this job. That's what I'm focused on for the first month. After that, I can <laughs> screw it up all I want, but just not the first month. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So that's going to be um, that's going to be cool. We're going to have one. Beyond a doubt, probably featuring several New Yorkers because I'm planning on going to New York at some point this summer just for a weekend kicks. And so I'll probably wrangle two or three people just to uh, chat for that, just for the podcast. That way the trip is tax deductible. And um, then we'll, uh, you know, we'll figure it out from there. But yeah, so the show will be back on June 6th and that'll be fun for everybody. And yeah. for June sixth. Oh, oh, for the Beyond a Doubt. How would we? Are you coming to New York? Oh, or is this going to be a roundtable <laughs> recorded locally? Because I thought Beyond the Doubts were all uh, video. Well, I mean, oh, that's a good point, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I've got a couple months. Buy one to of those out, uh, those so. uh, iPads on a stick that you see. <laughs> It'll just be a floating head on a stick. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I could do like selfie videos. That would be fine. Like I could do like, you know, five, you know, five different people do like a, uh, you know, 10 minute segment with each one of them. And it'll just be beyond a doubt. All of them, you know, I'll make and I could just mix it all together because I love working on videos. Have I told you that? Uh, but uh, anyway, so, yeah, that's uh, that's what's going down. That's what's going to happen. And I hope you all will, in you know, put up with my absence for a month and we'll be back at it in June and it'll be uh, rollicking yes, good time. Yes, it will. So, uh, Cliff, unless you have any other final thoughts, we can go ahead and close this baby out. So that is going to do it for this episode of the Doubting Thomas Monthly Recap for April of 2021. And as always, it has been a pleasure to chat with you and to chat with you, Cliff. Thank you for coming on. And I want to thank everybody else for listening and for giving us the benefit of the doubt.